I'm Kip Allen with a KFUO News Update. Thousands of people from Lake Charles, Louisiana, were forced to evacuate as Hurricane Laura approached from the Gulf of Mexico last week. The powerful Category 4 hurricane threatened 150-mile-per-hour winds and catastrophic storm surges, causing nearly 1 million people to flee from Texas and Louisiana, with the Lake Charles area ultimately the hardest hit. Yet, a small group of brave people remained behind to care for babies who were not able to leave. Nineteen babies remained in the neonatal intensive care unit at Lake Charles Memorial Hospital, and a team of 14 nurses, two neonatal nurse practitioners, three respiratory therapists, and one doctor stayed behind to make sure that they were staying safe. Some of the babies weighed as little as one pound. Others relied on ventilators, feeding tubes, and respirators. Some were born premature as early as 23 weeks. The team slept in shifts when they could to make sure that someone was always caring for the babies. The babies had been moved from the women's hospital to the main hospital in advance of the storm, as the main building had a generator and was built to withstand hurricane-force winds. California officials continue threatening residents for exercising their First Amendment right to religious assembly. One Christian pastor is standing up to offer to pay legal penalties for any of those who worship in defiance of the state mandates. Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom has banned indoor religious services, along with various types of secular gatherings, in 29 counties, representing some 80% of the state's population, all in the name of containing the spread of COVID-19. Numerous churches have defied that order, including Grace Community Church of Sun Valley, Cornerstone Church of Fresno, Destiny Christian Church of Rockland, and Harvest Rock Church of Pasadena. Last week, Pastor Che On of Harvest Rock Church announced that he would pay for any tickets given to those who chose to attend in person, despite the order. This the National Organization for Women appears to be the latest pro-abortion group accused of racism at the highest levels of leadership. Now founded in 1966 by feminist icon Betty Friedan, fractured after two pro-abortion men, Lawrence Leiter and Bernard Nathison, convinced Friedan to add abortion rights to the organization's platform. Leiter maintained that in order for abortion to be legalized, the eugenic agenda must be hidden from the public, and in his words, women and sub-blacks must be kept out front once recruited to the cause. Recently, the Daily Beast reporter Emily Sugarman with nearly a dozen members and employees of NOW who claim that women of color were being heckled, silenced, or openly disparaged at NOW meetings and offices. As a result, 26 of 35 NOW state chapters have signed a letter demanding the resignation of NOW's president, Tony Van Pelt. This has been a KFUO News Update.